afternoon, Darren. Uh, let's start with what hopefully is some better injury news today. How's the squad looking ahead of the trip to Hull? Yeah, no, we're looking a lot more healthier than uh, I'd say for numbers, Catherine. That was last week. Um, last week was one of them situations that um, we had and we, we got on with it. Um, credit to the players, but certainly this week uh, we see one or two more bodies back into training. Um, uh, Danny Ward came back and trained this week, which is great for us. Um, Josh Caroma, um, David, um, you know, just to name a few really what's been back into training. Um, Kian's come back into training. Um, so, you know, we're grateful to have those back in training with us. So to add to the numbers that was missing from last week. With Danny Ward, Josh Caroma, David Kasimu, are those three actually available to play for you against Hull? Yeah, we, 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 we've monitored them over the, um, the last couple of days and, you know, we just, we've got them, they're in a position where, you know, they declared themselves fit. It's just what we feel, if we feel that they're able to uh, play a part or, but all, all, all of them are, are fit and available to, to play a part in the squad. That's excellent news. Um, Delano Bergsorg, will he be available? Not Del, no. No, no, Del's um, um, still, um, we anticipate that being a little bit longer, but um, he's making wonderful progress. But as it goes for tomorrow, he won't be um, considered for tomorrow. And I just wondered if there was any update on Jack Radoni as well, uh, with regards to a timescale when we might see him again. Yeah, no, with we, we Jack, we're, we're really cautious with Jack before we start giving out any timescales. I'll be led by the experts in the medical department with that one. So um, as, of, as of yet, even though he's making wonderful progress, Catherine, I wouldn't want to say now until uh, the medical team give me a, prog a proper prognosis on it. <coughs> also good to have Jonathan Hogg available again after suspension. Although, is there an argument to keep... Really, the, the same lineup that that got the got the clean sheet and the goalless draw against Watford. Yeah, that is true, um, Catherine. Because the, the 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 eleven players last week done really really well and worked ever so well together as a as a group. And um, you know, credit to them in the task that was set with them last week and 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 really completing it and doing really really well. So they're all pushing again as an eleven to start again and. You know, I, I would imagine few would argue against that, but um, it's still great to have our captain back. It's still great to have him back in the ranks um, because we know his experience is valuable for us and, and not only just his experience, but him as a player. With regard to last week's game, I've read, heard a lot of people just describing it as a really disciplined performance. What does that mean to you and, and how do you instill that discipline in your players? Yeah, no, first and foremost, it means a lot to me and the, and the team and the staff because um, the work we did with them last week, um, that was instilled in them really in terms of putting on that performance. I think it looks even more, uh, and it's just as well we did the work because, you know, what a lot of people don't realise is 24 hours before the game, which can happen in football, we lost a few bodies uh, for, for, for different reasons. Um, so the group of players that was available for us at the time didn't uh, deteriorate f in terms of away from the message and the training that we did with them last week. So then for them to execute the game plan in that manner and in that style was really, really good. Um, 
so we're really pleased with that one. Um, this week now for this game, it's a different game again, um, and it causes for different um, um, tactics and, and, and a different uh, mindset really for a, a different game, uh, which presents it different to what the Watford game was. But if you look back at last week, it was really, um, I was pleased for the players because off the back of it, we really wanted that clean sheet and, and we got that clean sheet with some, with some discipline um, performances. How do you get that message across about you know, make sure you stay in shape, don't get caught out of position? Is it just a question of you just hammering that home time and time again? Yeah, and Catherine doing the work on the training ground. Um, you know, I, I, I make no secret in terms of applying things. It comes from the training ground for me. And it's just a solid week, what we had to work in terms of with the group of players and sort of stacking and chunking up the week in terms of preparation for the game. Um, I think it was a, it was a, a difficult week the week before for everybody connected. So the only way you do it is you get back on the same page, you get back in the same postcode, however you want to look at it, and you work together um, as a group. And I think we got that uh, in terms of that team performance. And from the team performance... I think the supporters was energised by that, seeing the team trying to apply themselves and doing the right things for the football club, which is what we've always wanted. Um, and we continue to work. Are we the finished article where we want to be, Catherine? No, we're not. Um, on that particular game, we had to go with a, a, a certain way and a certain style and we did it. Uh, but we have to continue to build and keep working and moving forward. As you say, going away to Hull, very different proposition to Watford at home. But do you still sort of have to approach it with a slightly defensive mindset and at the bare minimum aim to get the clean sheet, if not the win? Yeah, I mean, and, and what helps us last week was there was a more of a lack of players available. Why there was probably things were probably more forced on us last week. Um, you've heard me say today we've got one or two more able bodies back in the camp so it allows us to be a little, little bit more um, spread your wings if you like a little bit in terms of the personnel who's available so we, we're really pleased to have those players in because they're experienced guys and they allow us to give us a different dynamic really to the team so um, the game against Hull uh, presents a different, a different challenge uh, they're a team in the ascendancy, they're a team that's growing, they're a team that's moving in the right direction uh, and they're our next, next opponents. So in terms of that, it's, it's another hurdle for us at Huddersfield Town to be the best uh, version of ourselves and make sure that we're competing uh, for those points that's available. There's three points available and it's another chance for us to put in the right performance in trying to get those we know at the football club, in terms of getting those performances, we're going to have to perform and perform very, very well. Uh, but it's something that is the challenge what's set with us week in, week out to, to reach those levels and standards. I was listening to, to Liam Rossini, who did his press conference yesterday. Very complimentary about you, described you as a leader, as a player, a fantastic coach. Is he somebody that you've worked with much over the course of your career? Yeah, I mean... Uh, you know, personal friend of mine and, you know, I would extend um, my well-worn wishes to Liam in terms of the work that he's doing, but not just the work that he's done there at Hull, his previous work that he'd done at uh, Derby County and as managers and coaches in the game, we sort of see the professional approach and know behind the scenes 
and the work that he's done over his time as a coach and the way he's growing as a coach and a manager now um, is exceptional really. So he's, he's somebody, again, that, again, we're going to have to be really, really, uh, honestly, Catherine, at our real, really, really best because in terms of what he's doing at Hull, it's great to see the work that he's doing there and I'd extend the well-worn wishes that he's shown to me and I'll extend them back to him as well and long may his good work continue. You said that one of the things that they've been looking at, particularly this week, has been set pieces. Um, and perhaps the opposite of Huddersfield Town, he felt that he doesn't have an awful lot of really aggressive defenders in his lineup in terms of attacking set pieces. How big a factor do you think they will be in the game tomorrow, both defending them and utilising them as goal scoring opportunities? Catherine, set plays for any team is a, is a huge component uh, in any season. And um, even the successful teams, you'll see them have an element of a percentage of set plays that they've converted and set plays that they've kept out the back of the net, really. So it's another way of winning the game. There's a way of winning the game where you where the ball's in play, in and out of possession. Um, and there's another way in set plays. And that plays a huge uh, factor in it, really. So it's something that we continuously will continue to work here at the football club. And it's something that the players are well um, rehearsed in terms of practising them week in, week out, really, because there does need to be time spent on them. And we do set aside the time every single week um, in working on set plays. Um, and that's what we try and work here. We've got a coach here in Simon Island that tries to focus purely on those set plays and um, we're, we're, we're indebted for his work and his detail in trying to, what he's trying to apply to the players week in, week out. And hopefully now the players are getting used to that what's requested required of them in terms of in and out. Um, set plays, should say, set plays for and against, really. Mm. And one thing that you certainly have in, in Tom Lee's, Mikael Hellick, Matty Pearson, you've got three defenders who are not afraid to put their head where it hurts. Exactly, yeah. And I would say that, and... You know, when, when, when you got um, those three to name three, uh, there's three defenders, which I've said it to them before, that does what it says on the tin uh, in terms of their no-nonsense approach, uh, which is what I like from the centre-backs, centre really. Um, but also we got Kyle Hudlin and we got, you know, when the likes of Danny Ward comes back, um, you know, and, and, and people like Ben Wiles as, as well, you know, which are aerially... Uh, dominant, um, which is which is really really good. Um, players like Utah, so we feel that we've got a, a crop of group of players that, if called upon and selected, and they get into those set play situations, we always feel optimistic that we can score goals. Um, but it's not just about scoring goals; it's about keeping them at the back of the net as well, really. So uh, there are areas of the game that we continue to work on. Last one from me. We've been talking to Romani Edmonds Green. Um, centre-back by trade but used by yourself and by Neil Warnock in a more defensive midfield role I just wondered how you see him and what his best position is you feel yeah Reg for me can can play in a number of positions for me um in terms of Catherine he's probably a centre-back by trade can play in midfield can play right back can play right wing back so for me he's positions that he plays can be multiple uh, positions and it's credit for Reg for 
um, having the adaptability to play in all those positions. He's somebody what knows the game really well. When you speak to him, he understands the game very, very well. And he's something, somebody that wants to make up for a little bit of lost time in, in, in terms of his performances and going forward. So I was really pleased for him last, last week. He, he entered that SOS call with our skipper being suspended. And I knew straight away he was the one that was going to step into that position. And uh, I thought he performed it very, very well. Obviously, he's desperate to get as many minutes as he can. Is he the sort of player that you look at as a coach, as, as a project, somebody that you can refine, somebody that you can coach into becoming a first-team regular for Huddersfield Town? He's one of the players, Catherine, that I look at that's certainly one of those where I have not put a ceiling on in terms of him. Um, he's one of those players that I think can gravitate and get to a level where you know that it's, there's been a player always been there but we've not probably quite seen the best of him and I think what we're trying to do with, with um, Reg as we call him in here is that we're trying to just get him to a level where he's performing consistently um, and I think there was a few eyebrows raised with the performance that he did last week but we want more of those performances uh, where he is raising eyebrows in the right in terms of the level of performance that he's shown. Um, and it's something that he's got to continue building on in terms of going forward. And, and that's when, you know, I've heard a lot of people say it's the best they've seen, you know, uh, Jacko play, the best they've seen Jaheim play, the best they've seen Kyle Hudlin play, Reg play. You hear a lot of ex extended uh, gratitudes from the supporters in terms of how those players played. And hopefully everybody will go back to what I said with this team. Not sure how good they can be in terms of that. And I don't think we should put a ceiling and a lid on them. I think what we should do is continue to squeeze them in terms of the performances. And um, and I think there's more to come from them. And as a manager, I'm demanding more from them. And as players, they want to give more. So with all those ingredients, it, it points well for the football club and for the team in terms of going forward. And that's what we want from them. Thank you very much, Darren. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, Catherine. Stephen. Um, you mentioned the job Liam Rossini has done. When he took over there, about this time last year, they're in a very similar position to, to you are now. Is that um, something you can take inspiration from when you see how they've risen up the league since, since Liam's gone in there? Yeah, it really is because um, you are right, Steve, when he went in there last season at this time... Um, it wasn't a bed of roses in terms of what he had to deal with and contend with, but such has been his um, his dignity as a man, his hard work as a, as an individual, his people skills, and m most importantly, his coaching and tactical skills in terms of getting a, a point in the ship in the right direction and getting a team dynamics and philosophy and, and getting the club to play in, a, in a football in a certain way, but but also at the same time. The way he's educated the people up, up, up in um, in Hull in terms of um, what he wants to bring at the football club and and we've seen the just rewards what he's getting at the moment. So um, yeah, it's something that I suppose uh, we can look towards in terms of um, what's been done there at that football club. Is that something you want to, to do? Is, is get that philosophy, get those dynamics into the players um, at Huddersfield Town? Steve, it's always it's what I've ever wanted to do, you know, um, upon, you know, coming to this football club, um, 
all I want to just do is is uh, point this club in the right direction, and that's all departments of the football club uh, on the pitch, off the pitch. I lend my support, um, and as I said, um, I'm fully committed to this football club um, and the role that I've got at this football club. I'm, I'll play it to the best of possibly can each and every single day, and that's what I want for this football club is to move it in the right direction, and that's everything what I'm doing every single day to um, to push this club forward. From what I gather, I think when Liam went in there, he's initially gone right back to basics. Let's we're shipping too many goals. Let's let's take it back again. Sort of similar to what you've had to do last week. Is that something you want to to keep those basics and not go too too quickly away from those now? I think that's a fair thing to say, Steve. Really, in terms of um, I don't think you can ever. Uh, too far detract away from the basics um, and I don't think you can the old saying is you don't want to run before you can walk sort of type of thing and, and that's what we're gradually trying to do at this football club is is install that some of our methods um, that we've seen thus far have been forced upon us but we've had to work with it that's what you have to do you've got to be ready and be adaptable in all situations um, and, we, and we don't know the dynamics of the game tomorrow. There may be certain things that's forced upon us tomorrow that we have to be adaptable for. But it's always looking at the main goal is to keep the, the progression and the process of this team moving forward and, and allow this football club to keep um, moving in the right direction and, and climbing in the right way. We know that Hull have, a, have made themselves extremely hard to be at home as well. Does that? Do you feel like... Is that something that you look at and that's important to you as a manager, or does it does it not really change things for you? Yes, obviously, you, you want you, of course you want your home form to be um, really solid, um, and that's why we know that tomorrow's game is going to be it's a tough game. There's, it's, there's there's never ever I don't think you can ever say there's an easy game to approach. We know it's a tough game. We know the league we're in is a is a tough league, but it's a it's it's. Um, a team that we go to tomorrow and um, we know the problems they have um, we know the problems they possess and we've got to be ready for them you know in, in, on their home patch um, they're a good team at home but as I said as a group these are challenges that as a group that we know align in weight and we prepared for it and we, 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 we are ready as a group to go up there tomorrow uh, and get stuck into the game I guess one of the big positives you've got is, as you say, with those players back, even if some of them aren't ready to start yet, your bench will look a lot healthier. That, that must be a, a big relief for you. Yeah, we certainly didn't want to be going up into this game, um, certainly with the bench that we had last week or the team. But again, I want those players to hear we're really, as a football club, grateful for those players because they got on with the job uh, and represent the football club in the best uh, way. And those players will be involved again tomorrow uh, to continue that. So they've set the, they set a platform for those players who I've named coming back into the squad um, to come back into. Um, and it's great for them to come back into the squad on what was a, was a solid, positive performance last week. Uh, and I thought one player, and I know you don't love talking about individuals, but one player who sort of made the most of the opportunity last week was... Carl Hudlin, he's given you a, a lot of food for thought, hasn't he, with the, the job that he did? Because that lone striker role has been a bit of an issue for, for, for the club this season. Yeah, and he, and he, and he real, really did play well, you know, up there. And, you know, last week we had the, he was the one lone striker we had available. And, um, and what a job he did for the team. 
you know, Dell's injured, Kian uh, for personal reasons, and and obviously um, we know Wardy's still coming back from his injury. So for Kyle to lead that role, I thought he'd done really, really well for us up there. Um, and I know for his size and that, you know, what people see his size, he's neat and tidy on the on, on the floor as well, really. So for him, I thought he'd done really, really well, and um, it gave the team a, a really big out in terms of his performance. So. You know, long may that continue. I, I think he's getting his fitness levels are growing every time, uh, which that comes with his mobility and his movement and everything else and his touch. So I've saw improvements in him, um, um, slight improvements, but really good input improvements for the team. That's all for me. Best of luck. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you, Steve. Leon, thanks for your patience, sir. No problem. Hello, Darren. I, I was just sort of wondering if this time of year, Darren, if you can get through it, relatively unscathed it could be the making of your team couldn't it really this is when you start to look at league tables and you've got to dig in for the winter if you, you know if you can get through it yeah this will stand you in really good stead yeah and and what you you are rightly on looking at you know this time of the the season coming in um and that's why we're really pleased to you know mm -hmm. over these next few weeks to have one or two of the bodies coming back off the uh, the treatment yeah. table because with the games just coming in you want your volume, your squad to be a bit more deeper and better and we, we it looks like that we're getting one or two back. But at this time of the year, it's a crucial time of the season yeah. where um, just coming into that turn of the year, um, the January transfer window, yeah. um, the FA Cup third round comes in, all those kind of things yeah. before it yeah. comes into it. You've got these sort of 10 or a dozen games before that happens to navigate through really. So... It's a really, really important time. Yeah. Leon as a group, we just take one game as it comes. We just load all our thoughts into the one yeah, game, yeah. even though we know it's over that sustained period. That's what we're doing and making sure yeah. that we're maximising ourselves in each and every single game. Uh, and we're looking no further than the game tomorrow um, against Hull. Stephen touched on it with, with, with Hull. They were in a similar position and... Um, you know, they built, Liam built sort of firm foundations there and, you know, it, it, it's like building a house or something really, isn't it? And I suppose that's that's what you've got to do as well, isn't it, really? You know, and you should make no, no apologies for that, really. You've got, to get, you've got to have that base, haven't you? Yeah, and it's, and it's what we've always done. And again, I allude back to my messages is that it's not a light switch where you turn the light on and it comes on and off and, it's, and it happens course we'd all love that I really would yeah. love that but the fact of the matter in my experience is in order when you're building something there's a process um, yeah. and there's a, there's a time in it and, and I get within the time we want the results to come we want the, everything else to fall into place but there has to be that progression and there has to be that um, development of it um, as a football club yeah. and, and I really feel even at this stage within the confines of the football club there is that process happening um, at, the, at the football club and we continue to work hard, extremely hard every day to put that, uh, yeah. that process and that philosophy in place and, and that's what we continue to do here, Leon. So, yeah, if you look at them as a team, as a football club, they're certainly one that um, the likes of ourselves would like to follow yeah. in terms of the process uh, going yeah. forward. As a manager, I can't think of anyone who's had as much sort of disruption with play, players being out this, that and the other. You had it a lot at Sheffield Wednesday, you're having a, a lot here, but I suppose you're used to it and you're used to dealing with it, aren't you, really? So it's it's, it's good in that regard. It's something that you, 
that you're pretty well versed in, isn't it? Yeah, and it's something that, um, and that's why, even though the players that weren't there, I'm, I'm so grateful for the ones. I'm really, really, um, you know, credited them in terms of their, yeah. how their approach last week was because as a group and that, they didn't get phased by it. They didn't get, um, they didn't uh, overthink it and that. They just yeah. went out and got their job and done the job. So that's something really that was um, exemplary for them. Uh, yeah. But we know um, in order to get the right result tomorrow, we know we're going to go, we're going to have to go overboard and some really in terms of the performance and build on top of what we set last week uh, going forward. They've had a solid week's training. It's been good to welcome some of the bodies back in the building, Leon, and back on the training pitch. Um, and it's great to see one or two familiar faces join back up with the group. Um, so that's yeah. been pleasing from that aspect. I was just going to ask you, finally, you touched, touched on, upon a few of the, the younger players starting out in the championships, the Jacksons, the Hoodlings, the, the Harrods, um, Headleys. You, you get a, a consensus, you'll get a real kick about developing them personally and then becoming championship players. You know, that's something that motivates you personally and you enjoy that side of it. Correct, yeah, and that's another part of uh, working with young players. And you know, I've worked with young players um, in the past, and I've got young players here. You've named them. Um, that's a few, really, in terms of their development. You got to remember that they were only exposed to Championship football. Was it last season? Back in the last season, and they're very much firmly uh, in the fray now. So they're developing, and have we seen the best version of them? Not by any stretch, in any means. And certainly for myself and the coaching staff, we've made a commitment to them players to, to improve them. Um, and we want to see them improve. We want to see them better because they're good players for Huddersfield Town Football Club. Yeah. And they're players that, with their improvement and that, will see the team improve and see the, 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 the club's fortunes improve. So we're invested in time spent with them on the training ground to see improvement with them um, on the training yeah. pitch, Leon, and in the classroom with them. It's organic, isn't it? You know, if you get them, you get them, and you develop them, and it, it's good for everyone, isn't it? Really, Huddersfield Town. And, you know, they've been brought in the football club for that for the long term strategy of the football club in terms of being young players, in terms of having a potential, and in terms of unnurturing that potential into a reality, which is playing for the first team and doing the jobs for them. All four of those players that you've named, all four of them was playing last week, and all four of them come out with credit which shows a level of maturity where they're at. Are they yeah. the finished article? No, they're not. But they're making significant strides in terms yeah. of uh, performing at this level, in terms of the level that they've played at before. So again, it's credit to them. And again, it illustrates to the outside audience and public that they can manage the situation. They can hold their own at this level. What we want them to do is um, keep getting better at this level, both in, but most importantly, Leon, is showing that level of consistency. Best of luck as ever, Darren. I'll see you Saturday. Thank you, Thank you very much. Thanks, Cheers, guys. Thanks, everyone else. Yeah. We'll see you on Saturday. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.